Hello, you bulging cream horn. Welcome to Cop On. This is a special post-Atletico Madrid mini special. Welcome. Please remember that you can send us your thoughts, ideas, theses and ransom notes to coponpodcast at gmail.com any time you like, 24-7. And I'm really happy about this episode. I'm very happy. I'm chuffed uh, because Copon is able to bring LFC fans, including you, together from across the world. It is our very raison d'etre. To bring people together and what we have for you today, dear gorgeous listener, is the verdict of Shane Veichel and Aubrey Hairston who met up in Los Angeles to watch the Champions League last 16 match and then afterwards they sat down in Shane's car to record their thoughts and their take on Atletico 1, Liverpool 0. Here we are, here's Shane. All right, here we are, live with Cop On Podcast. This is Shane Weichel reporting in from Los Angeles, California, and I have a special, special member of the Cop On family with me here today. I have Aubrey from Brooklyn, New York. Say hey, Aubrey. Hey, what's going on? Oh, man, what a match we just watched, right? Indeed, indeed it was. Yeah, we're hopping on here to record straight after uh, the match against Atletico Madrid. Our narrow defeat one nothing. Oh, it was it was a hard match to get through. It was even worse refereeing. But we're here just to record our post-match thoughts and our emotions, and our immediate reactions. Aubrey, man, it's this is such a mixed day for me, man, because I'm so happy to be sitting here with you. This is crazy that this podcast has brought us together. That's what I'm saying, yeah. But ah, this match, I man, know. this match. I know. Tell me, I know. what were your thoughts? How were you feeling? Well, I mean that the unfortunate first goal that like. You know, dropped uh, for Atletico. You know, things happen, right? So, pick back up. Any any team can pick back up from that. But the refing was just, um, you know, honestly, I haven't seen anything like that like recently uh, from us. And I gotta say, like the worst since like Martin Atkinson and and uh, you know against uh, Man U. Yeah, that Back United match. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I remember that what was you're like about. so lopsided. So I feel like oh. the same feelings, right? Yeah, no, no, you're exactly right about that. What were your fe- so we we get, we go down with the early girl one nothing, but we you know we're the mentality monsters. We're the unstoppable record breaking Reds. It's just it's just something that you think that we can overcome. So you were feeling positive going in at halftime, weren't you? Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. You know, and um, but that's the thing is like when you have these calls. The way that they're called, how how do you how do you bounce back from that? You know. Yeah, it, it really is tough. I'm I'm looking at the stats right now. We basically had 78% possession uh, to their you know 28 yeah oh no uh, 22% and then they uh, and we had zero shots on target. What were your feelings whenever that Mo Salah goal went in from the from Bobby? What were your initial feelings after that happened? Oh, first elation. It was just it was such a great moment, and then. You know, to see it replayed, and you're like, oh, really? It really was, uh, really was offsides, then, I guess. It seems convenient. I mean, I don't want to make too much. I mean, I always hate making too much of the referee, but the referee stole some headlines tonight. Definitely. Yeah. Definitely. It was, uh, we were looking up his name. It's uh, Simon uh, Marcinek. Marciniak. From Poland. From Poland, yeah. We uh, don't know anything about Well, I know, I know, you know he's, about I think he's a supporter of Atletico Madrid. Yeah. That's the, that's the only <laughs> that's thing I really know about him right now after that match. That's definitely what it seemed like. <laughs> that's all you really need to know. That's all you need to know. Oh, man. Yeah. Um, 
The way Atletico set up defensively after they got that first goal was just to bait us into their third and then just to set up, you know, nine or ten people behind the ball and to really sort of prevent any sort of potent attack. I mean, we were knocking on the door. We looked dangerous for such long periods of time. It almost seemed like it was going to be impossible for us not to score. Um, now, there were some subs. I haven't looked in too much to it. Do you know anything about uh, why Mane was subbed off? No, I mean, we were, you know, we were talking about it. Like, it made sense, like, with the yellow card. Right, with the which, yellow card to like, prevent. Yeah, okay. Which, again, another call. <laughs> there was yes. nothing that we agreed with there. Um, but, yeah, we could see how that would make sense, maybe taking him off just to prevent any, like, you know, future repercussions, like at Anfield, you know, getting sent off, so. Yeah, there might be, uh, there might be a, another reason involving, uh, maybe, maybe an injury flare-up from what he was feeling with hopefully his muscle. Not, hopefully, hopefully not. not. Hopefully yeah. it was just something like that. I was quite surprised, honestly, with the sub when we're taking off Mo yes. for Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain. Now, I love yes. Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain coming on. I think it's a great decision from Klopp, but taking Mo off with that much time left on the game, I, w- I wonder if we're going to hear something about that later on. What was your reaction to that yeah i um we were wondering you know he kind of in Klopp we trust you know the whole time but wondering what he was seeing that we were not seeing because mo is what we need we need that energy we need that creativity we need that like consistent just attacking always never just relentless type of style of of football that he plays and so i really uh wonder what what the thought process was in taking him off i'm sure we'll find more about it later and mo and you know mo gets in those goals he always gets in a goal it seems like late so it seems like why ever take him off yeah but uh they're looking at a lot of different analytics video a lot of stuff that we don't that we're not privy to that we don't have access to um what do you? What's your? What are you thinking? Because oh, so the away the the next leg is in three weeks from now, which is an unusually long break between these Champions League knockout legs. Do you think that we're going to be able to get it together at Anfield? What's your expectations for those ma- for that match? Yeah, I think I think we will. I think uh, I think it'll be three. I think three nil. I'm gonna say three nil. Three nil. Okay, that's good. That's good. Uh, That's my prediction, and we'll get on you know through aggregate. What What do you think, Shane? I think so, man. I think so. It's gonna be, it's gonna be a hard match, but I think the way that Atletico played at home is how they play at home, and it kind of happens to the people they play against, and that's what they look to do. So hopefully, we'll be able to subvert that and uh, rattle their cages a little bit. But we shall see. I guess you have to lose one every once in a while whenever yeah. you're you're invincible and unbeatable. <laughs> can't last lose one, right? Can't last yeah. forever. I know. But things are going to keep rolling on in the Premier League. Things going to keep rolling on in the FA Cup and we are not out of the Champions League. This is our trophy. We can win it. That's right. There's still enough left We're in this. We're still favorite to win. We're going to return champions. Let's do this, you know? All right. I believe you, man. Oh, as long as we have hope. Um, All right, so we're going to be trying to post some photos, some videos that we took. I know you caught a video of everyone singing You'll Never Walk Alone Despite the Loss, which was actually a really great time to see everyone come together. So, yeah, we're going to try to get that stuff out to you. Special thank you and shout-out to Owen Thomas. Yes, Owen, we are so, like, this is amazing what, like, you've been able to put together here, bringing Brooklyn to L.A. And all from Paris. All from Paris, man. How did you do it? It's, It's unbelievable. I have to say, like, big huge fan of the podcast and obviously when I reached out to Shane like just an amazing person really excited to get together and we made it happen so I'm really honored and excited to be here well the honor's all mine man you're too nice to me you're far too nice to me <laughs> it's all good Definitely. all right this is Shane Weichel and Aubrey Hairston signing off from Cop On Podcast up the reds up the reds great stuff thank you so much guys thank you so much to Shane and Aubrey for recording that uh here 
for what it's worth is my take on that match. Atletico won, Liverpool nil, a ricochet leading to a lucky goal, and a referee softer than the hair on a chinchilla's scrotum were two of the main reasons why Liverpool Football Club and its fans had to grimace at the bitter taste of defeat on Tuesday night. The most amount of praise from this match has to be flung at the Argentinian Sean Dyche, Diego Simeone, of course, who organised his team and his crowd superbly. An 8-2-0 formation was predictable enough, but unfortunately for us and frustratingly for us, several of our players were off form. I thought Trent, Hendo, um, the front three, maybe Genie. Yeah, unfortunate, wasn't it? And, you know, we weren't able to zip the ball around their deep-lying swamp with nearly enough vim or vigour. How well they fought and how expertly they screamed like little children and crumpled to the floor at the slightest contact. How annoying it was that, as well as we huffed and puffed, we couldn't blow their brick shit house down. Robbo looked well pissed off at the end of the game. That's the kind of attitude I like, and I hope that he and his teammates can take some of that anger, turn it into a positive, and we can let rip in the, in the second leg on the 11th of March. Atleti's owner, if you hadn't already seen it, he's already insulted Anfield publicly, uh, suggesting that Anfield is too old and not up to Champions League standard, and history tells us that that guy must be a complete chump, because every single time someone from the opposition has ever insulted Anfield or its crowd, they end up getting a spanking course not scoring an away goal could make things a lot more difficult for us they score one we need three and all that but I think we've got the defense to keep them out and even if we don't I think we've got the magic we've got the willpower we can turn this anger in our favor we have the crowd we have the manager and so much more to mute Diego's trumpet and it's only half time, as they say. Bring it on, the return match. Bring it on.